Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. We're here to entertain you, and Bradley loves cruises. Whether so you like it or not. That's right. Mike is here as well with all the info that we need to know. And I have some info on the best theme cruises. For 2024. I love that you're doing my heavy lifting over there. I know. Well, we talked about, what was it yesterday, Mike? The Emo um, is not dead cruise. Yeah. Yes, yes. Which, by the way, I I will be the first to sign up for the Emo is not dead cruise. But I do like the idea of people cruising more, whatever gets them on that boat. You so tell me, pro-cruise. I'm pro-cruise. Pro cruise, yes, yes. One of them is a Tom Cruise cruise. You're talking about theme cruises. Did you yeah. go looking for all them theme cruises? I did. I actually just made that up about the Tom Cruise cruise, but I think we should market that. Yeah, just have uh, impersonators. You're probably not going to get very far because it's got his name on it, and he'll sue you, <laughs> and then you'll disappear, and I'll have to be like, "Where's Don McLean?" <gasps> She's with Shelly Miss Cabbage. Yeah. Anyway, there's not a Tom Cruise cruise, but no, there are but, tons of other theme cruises. What did you learn on your deep dive into Cruise Town? Well, I learned that a lot of them are music cruises. And at first I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever. But actually, this is these are really cool. Um, they have a 70s rock and romance cruise that is with uh, the Celebrity Summit. That's the cruise ship. I've been on it. It's you a beautiful have? ship. Yeah. So the lineup includes um, these music acts. Don McLean. No, no. <laughs> yeah. You mean Don McLean? It's McLean. It's said McLean. <laughs> oh. Yeah. War. What is it good for? Melissa Manchester. Oh, so it's like a throwback. 70s parties. And then they have a bunch of 70s party themed stuff. And then the Soul Train Cruise. That is going oh, to that'd set be sail. fun. That's oh, the Holland fire America. Fire that theme song up. Ba-na. Little Philadelphia. What's the name of that song? Philadelphia. Okay, I'm on an island over here. I'll go mine okay. to my own uh, no, no, no. 70s. I, have you been on a Holland America cruise? No, I, I do want to, though, because they have what's called the Music Walk, and they mm-hmm. are very well known for booking great musical acts. They have three separate musical venues dedicated to different, you know, there's like a Philharmonic component, mm. a live rock component, and then like a jazz component. I see. On every ship. This includes, these are just tribute acts, so I don't know how into that you would be. Um, And then we've got some other cruises, but I wanted to dip into the other kind of cruises, like this Star Trek. This is a Royal Caribbean Star Trek cruise. Ooh, which ship? 
Do you know? This is Royal Caribbean's Mariner of the Seas. Mariner of the Seas. It's a smaller ship. Yeah, which doesn't surprise me, right? But uh, mm-hmm. long live and prosper uh, on the high seas. What What do you get to do on the... Well, guess who's going to be on it? LeVar Burton. Ooh, Walter, butterfly in the sky. Walter Koenig. Will Wheaton. Yeah, he's everywhere. Denise Crosby. Anthony Rapp. And then Nana v- Visitor. Anthony Rapp, of course, from Star Trek Discovery. Those I are love this. So, you know, okay, so I, I, I'm just going to play my hand a little bit and say, like, I'm not generally a fan. I love cruises, and I'm not generally a fan of theme cruises. But here's the thing: I think they're great for two kinds of people. The first kind being if you're a particular fan of the thing, right? So, like Star Trek fans, and you love cruising. Great, boom, boom, done. Like I would love to go on a Golden Girls cruise. Boom, boom, done. Oh, that's the next one here. Uh, and hopefully you'll tell us a little bit about that. But then the other thing is like, if you're a super fan, but you've never been on a cruise, I think this is a perfect way to sort of like ease into cruising Mm -hmm. because my problem with the theme cruise for me as a, as the kind of cruise traveler I am, and we all have our different cruise profiles, John, (laughs) is that, um, I want to be off that boat when we're in port and I would feel like I was missing out on all the fun. So if you're the kind of person that's more a fan of the thing, Mm. Uh, or if you're a super fan of being on a boat, again, it just depends on what kind of cruise travel you are. I would just feel like I wasn't getting my money's worth. Mm. But tell me about the the Golden Girls cruise. I might change your mind. Golden fans at sea, the Golden Girls. It's the Celebrity Ascent. That's the cruise ship. I have not yet been on the Ascent. And it is September 14th to 23rd, 2024. Mm. And you go to Sicily. Wait, December? No, September. Oh, September. Did you say Sicily? Yes, you go oh to Sicily. God. The of birthplace course, the of birthplace Sophia's, of Sophia. Sophia Petrillo's birthplace. I love it. And then um, it's uh, you go there. It's changing things up from its re- reoccurring Gulf of Mexico cruise. So you're going. It's this new itinerary that has a port stop in Sicily. And what you else get cheesecake. You, know? you get Caftan, Drape, Dorothy's, Roses, oh, Blanche's, Sophia's. This is going to be the most wonderful cruise. Um, I have to look that up. I bet it's already sold out. That's the other thing is like these theme cruises, man, you better be on it because if you're a fan, you're going to want to book ASAP. Yeah, you can go to the Golden Fans at Sea website for that. I think, in fact, they're the ones that are connected. List. I know. I think I know the people that are that put on that cruise. Um, but there are all, there truly are, and I'm so glad you brought this topic up, least because I'm a huge cruise fan, of course. Um, I do have a new cruise Instagram. Should I pimp that on the show? Yes! No, no, I shouldn't do that. Why? I don't, okay. It's, uh, the curious cruiser on Instagram. <gasps> I have to start updating more content, but I, I just wanted a place to put new cruise content. Yeah. So you didn't want it all on your page. I don't want to drown do. out yeah. my regular Instagram because, you know, some people aren't as cruisy as, right. as I want to be. Yes. Okay, But um, what I was going to say is, I'm so glad you brought this because there truly are all sorts. I mean, if you have a hobby, I, I pretty much guarantee you that there's a theme cruise. And here's the other thing. Theme cruises, Dawn, mm-hmm. aren't, it doesn't mean everybody on the boat is on your same theme cruise. It's oh. kind of like charter travel. Like, there are charter groups on cruise ships all the time. Yeah. And so... You're not just surrounded by Star Trek. So if you're like overwhelmed by that idea, you're not going to be, I mean, you know, it depends. Each one is different. Yeah. But a lot of times you're just sort of like, 
a cruise within a cruise? Sure, sure. We had a divorce cruise, and it was just a group on a cruise ship. What was that like? Well, uh, we took people from the old station. Yeah, I was like, we should get people, all the people who want to mingle with other divorced people. And so we had themed little rooms where they could throw darts at their um, their ex's faces (laughs) and stuff. And then people hooked up. It was great. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, I was kind of sick, but other than that, it was great. Yeah, Dawn, it's not, you you get a little seasick. Uh, Well, this was super rocky seas but they do have a crafting cruise oh alexis needs to do i know that this is a cruise uh cruise and crop crafting cruise don't say cruise and crop cruise and crop crafting cruise what is a crop what does the crop mean i think they're um doing some crafting things where you're cropping images like you're what? you're um you're making like a what are thing? those called? Like scrapbookers? Scrapbook. Thank you. Oh. Okay. They even have a goth cruise. Yep, that's on here as well. A goth cruise, Mike. I'm, I'm going to pass on that one. I, I just want to see. It's got to be so fascinating. But there's a Saints versus Sinners costume party on the goth cruise. Now I'm in. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> Led with that. Sports-themed cruises. Yeah. Uh, I will say, if you love to watch sports. Chris Jericho's Rock and Wrestling Rager at Sea. It's been like four or five years of that one, I think. Norwegian wow. Pearl. Rock bands and pro wrestling all in one. I think I know somebody who's going on the Pearl. Anyway, anyway. I'm going to put this link on our show links page. Fabulous. Get your cruise on. Follow me on the Curious Cruiser. Cru- Thanks. Curious Cruiser. Curious Cruiser. And when we come back, Adon, uh, we are going to go over here uh, and talk about sinkholes. <laughs> That's I'm right. on a cruise. <laughs> Dawn is touring sinkholes. <laughs> Tells you a lot about us. When we come back right here on My Talk. Hey, My Talkers, Bradley here for my friends at Alight. No doubt you've heard about the chaos at our southern border. And I want you to know that while there is a lot going on uh, that we should all be paying attention to, Alight is taking action right now at the U.S.-Mexico border. In fact, they're partnering with Catholic Charity, excuse me, Catholic Sisters and other charitable organizations to assess the immediate and long-term needs of hundreds of thousands of displaced persons. They have a dedicated team that is providing humanitarian aid through what's called Quick Impact Projects. It's another way that Alight does the doable. This is shelter, protection, basic necessities. But their efforts don't stop there. They're also looking into expanding sponsorship programs to support displaced persons across Central America. To learn about how you can help the work Alight is doing at our own southern border today, head to wearealight.org. And thank you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk, 1071, Everything Entertainment. If you just joined us, we talked about the best theme cruises in 2024, so there's still time to get on board. We didn't even talk about the gay cruises. Oh, well, we can do that tomorrow, especially There's LGBTQ cruises of all kinds. There are, like affinity group cruises of i mean you can just find a cruise for you girl yes and you can find that on our show links page if you would like to see that okay well now we got to talk about something else sinkholes i will tell you honestly i had no idea what you meant when you said that there was a story about sinkholes oh, so tell me this uh, how did you come across stinkholes girl stink no <laughs> Stinkles! I miss. <laughs> How did you come across Stinkles, girl? 
so sorry. It was an NPR article. <laughs> I'm that, sure it was. Maybe they have a stink hole. <laughs> she came across stink holes, girl. Well, <laughs> my oh, 20s were rough. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I liked the girl at the end. She's Oh, okay. So there is something called sinkhole tourism, okay. and it's happening. That's me confused. I'm sorry. I'm totally. I can't. I'm hot. Jeez. Oh my lord. <sighs> so, Everybody needs a good laugh. Ooh. I'm crying. I'm you literally know sweating. About yes, I do. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll shut up. I'll shut up. Oh, it's okay. So um, I'll shut my sinkhole over here. <laughs> Um, so Fountain, Minnesota, does uh, sinkhole tourism? <laughs> I, I know, I know, you can't. It just. <laughs> oh my gosh! Mm. Oh god! So I guess they have in this particular county in Fillmore County. They're... <laughs> the Fillmore sinkhole. <laughs> no. Southeast Minnesota. Southeast okay. Minnesota. South of Rochester. Southeast Rochester. Okay. Sorry, way down there. All right. So they <laughs> they um, have so many sinkholes that yeah. <laughs> um, they look like just groves so, of trees. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask a question? I, I try. I, whew, look at me. <laughs> You're sweating. <laughs> <laughs> Did, like so, when you say sinkhole, yeah. Are we talking like because you said there's a lot and I've like literally never heard of this. Is it like like they're tiny or like and it's a bunch of tiny ones, so it makes like a big deal, or it's like these are like the you well, know, they are all ones different you see sizes. in the news. <laughs> Some of them are like a big grove of trees, and you just think it's a grove of trees, but actually, um, there's like a 20 foot depth sinkhole. That uh, this woman is standing in, I wouldn't stand in that. Oh, so it's like they're so big you don't even realize that it's yeah. And there are trees okay. growing in there, but the, you know there's still there are more sinkholes forming. And- Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson. Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And so... But is there something about that area? Yeah, um, so... Oh, I see. Okay, so now, there's for an the audience... View, yeah. It does like like if you look at it when you said a grove of trees, it literally looks like just a slight depression in the land, and then there's a bunch of trees in it. But when you see these all together, there's like one, two, three, four, five, six in a row. Yes. So that's that's and it's difficult for farmers because they now don't have that farmland anymore um, because you know it's too dangerous. They just mow around it basically. Um, So they must like the whole like the trees just grow in. Yeah, I guess I don't know how that forms, but it is interesting how this is all like farmland. Uh, well, I can and then tell be, you oh, okay. what is going on. Yeah. So uh, water moves through <clears throat> the earth and then it interacts with CO2 to create car- carbonic acid. Carbonic oh. acid is what actually eats away the limestone, creating holes in the ground. Mm. And then when the bedrock on top of these holes cannot hold anymore, it sinks down. Got it. So it doesn't go mm. into the depths of the earth and it's never, you know what I'm saying? Like there is a <laughs> bottom to it. <laughs> Sorry. It just, it was leftovers. No, it that's fine. Um, so um, I have a personal experience with this. <laughs> you do. I do. There was one like a couple of miles from our house and it actually swallowed up a house. <laughs> Was, okay, we shouldn't laugh li- at that. Li- like nobody, pa- nobody died. So nobody was in the. Nobody house, was okay. in the house at the time. The thank whole goodness. House? But yeah, it's like oh, that was all the news, and you know it was all over the place. And we're like, what? So you could just go drive by. <laughs> Your and makeup look. girl. I'm sorry. My do you see? I see it. It's <laughs> like I'm it's sorry. like uh, it's, it's a fine. raccoon from Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxies. <laughs> Rocket. Oh. Anyway, I'll deal with that in a second. No, it's fine. More about sinkholes. Ooh, yeah. Um, so. It was, it basically, a house fell into the sinkhole, honestly. And that it was just in so the, it was just at the, the street, um, there was a street just in a, you know, normal neighborhood. And yeah. it was, thank goodness, it was the house on the end of the street. But um, yeah, it's just, I'll get an aerial view for you of what this actually looked like. It's so terrifying because can you imagine just being in your house? No. In your whole house no because you wouldn't i don't even think you would know what happened right like you would not have any sense like your first thought ever would not be sinkhole like mm-hmm. what's going on you would just think a bomb went off somebody crashed into your house or right you know something yes so um so you can actually go if you want to do a tour of the sinkholes that's what they're promoting and um you can also go to a brewery brewery called karst brewing in a sinkhole, Minnesota. If you want to go, you know. Oh, this is in the area where it's okay. Yes. So this is all near. What did you say, Karsten? Um, it's it's a uh, fountain. Oh, fountain, Minnesota. That's uh, the name of the brewery. That is right, Karst. So, um, so they're doing tours of sinkholes there. Wow. And they're trying to get more visitors from other parts of the region, spending money in the town. I love this, and I think you know. Do it, you? <laughs> If you want to bring this topic back another day so we give it its due, you let me know. It's fine. Okay. I'm going to go 
Fix your makeup. Fix my makeup. <laughs> and when we come back, oh, we have to talk about Hillary Duff. She's talking and oh, we're listening. Crazy stuff. We got opinions right here on My Talk 1071. Hey guys, Bradley here with great news from my friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas. Not only do select Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades qualify for a U.S. federal tax credit of up to $1,200, but you can save even more money with rebates on Duet Honeycomb Shades with PowerView Automation now through July 31st. Get a $150 rebate when you buy four Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades with PowerView Automation and receive a $38 rebate for each additional unit with PowerView. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Now is the time to take advantage of some major credits and rebates. Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades are amazing and available in many fabrics, including light filtering, room darkening, and blackout shading options. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today and let their experts help you through every step of the process or check them out online at littleblindspot.com and don't forget to tell them bradley sent you the adventures of bradley and dawn on my talk 1071 um we are here for you and we want to tell you about bad bad diet practices that you shouldn't be doing yeah you know look Hillary I mean, Duff was talking on a podcast and she brought up gwyneth paltrow and i was like can we stop this madness and now, yeah. look, everybody's got opinions, and we're all entitled to free speech in America and right. maps. But <clears throat> the article kind of set me off because here was what I read. Hillary Duff admits she follows Gwyneth Paltrow's diet. Quote, I starve off my hunger. And I thought, what are we doing here? Is this Hillary Duff trying to align herself or sort of like virtue, food virtuing, signaling mm-hmm. <clears throat> that, that she is like Gwyneth Paltrow? To yes. which I would say, remember, we're we're probably not going to try to promote that stuff. Gwyneth Paltrow, you may remember, got in some hot water or really just a bunch of people pushed back on her when she talked about like the rigorous. I don't even what would you call that? Like eating schedule, routine, regime, regimen, like I don't even know what to call it. But essentially it was it seemed very strict and um Un- impractical for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. She had an eye at the time that she did this, and I'll get to exactly what Hillary Duff said, but I just want to set the stage that for what she's referencing. Yeah. Yes. So in the Art of Being Well podcast, Gwyneth Paltrow is sitting there with an IV in her arm, presumably liquid vitamins or something, right? Yes. And she talked about how she fancies a quote, nice intermittent fast. Okay. All right. Fine. She begins her day with coffee as it won't spike her blood sugar, abstains from eating until about noon. She then went on to say she loves soup and has bone broth for lunch a well, lot of days. Bone Great. broth. Bone broth. which just is Just with nothing in it. That's clear liquid. Yeah. So she drinks clear liquid for lunch. Now look, caveat, I love bone broth. I don't have a truck with bone broth. Some of my best friends are bone broth. But... That's all she eats, just clear liquid. Okay, and then she goes on to talk about how uh, um, she then likes to do some exercise and then that she likes to dry brush herself in a sauna for 30 minutes and then she likes to eat a plate of vegetables uh, with some other foods that were consumed during the Paleolithic era to help her detox. And a lot of people were like, Gwyneth. What are you detoxing from? Well, the one cigarette she smokes a week. Oh. Do you know this about her? No. 
she smokes, smokes a one ciggy a week. Okay, and she. Why? Why doesn't she? But this is just so like cockamamie and complicated and convoluted. And at the end of the day, it is to highlight the lifestyle that she lives, which remember, she's promoting as a business opportunity through her lifestyle brand. So like if like the prime demo for Goop is other women, presumably who want to emulate her. So when she talks about what she does, I feel like that has a very big effect on her followers of course. and so she's modeling this behavior that is like really i i would i am not a dietitian do not listen to me about anything but it just seems really sketchy to say like i don't eat in the morning i eat clear liquid in the afternoon and then i eat a plate of veggies at night and i do it about 20 other things and spend god knows how much on supplements so and, it is, and has expensive ivs that normal people yeah, cannot like, get and, like well not that you would want to i'm just saying yeah, that's not an at- obtainable thing. So it was within that context. <clears throat> My button stuck. It was within that context that Hillary Duff said, sometimes I try to, you know, Gwyneth's in trouble for saying this, but sometimes I try to just drink coffee in the morning and starve off my hunger. Uh, she went on to talk about how she wakes up really hungry, but then she tries to starve that hunger by drinking coffee and not eating. She then goes on to talk about how she's obsessed with cauliflower rounds uh, and eating super clean. What is a round of cauliflower? I think it's just like it's a just piece a... of cauliflower that you, sh- like she cuts them in circles. Oh. You know, she just slices through the thing and sticks okay. it in. Okay. Um, she also wants you to know, though, that she does eat a lot of calories. Quote, hmm. if I were being honest, yeah, I eat a chicken nugget in the morning while I'm packing lunches and there's one left over. Pop it down the hatch. Oh, and then she goes on to talk about how she does a lot of high-intensity interval training. And I thought... Ooh, you're doing hit. She's doing some hit workouts with very little food in her, and she's starving herself. I don't understand. And it, that's kind of stuff... I don't want to say it triggers me, but it, it always rubs me the wrong way. Because I think, sure, for you, great. You have a lifestyle very few people can relate to or appreciate or be a part of. Mm-hmm. Because of your privilege, your resources, etc. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, And also, I think it gives people the impression that if they don't do that, they're doing something wrong. And I just feel like it sends a really bad message to young people. And I imagine young women particularly. Yes, absolutely. Or uh, guys, girls, whatever. It's just, you know, I it's just such a shame that they're also to reinforce all of this. If you're scrolling through Instagram, there are all of these ads about like. How how long should you be fasting for your age group? And it's like if you are fifty to sixty five. I don't know if you see those things, but I do. And it's like the older you get, the less amount of time you have to eat in a day. Basically, it tells me, yeah, which I obviously don't follow because I do Livia. Yeah. It tells me that I can only eat for three hours a day. Yeah. Okay. So and I again, have to it, starve myself for twenty one hours. It just seems like if you're taking your cues from social media or people you've seen on social media, well, that is the same thing. If you're taking your diet cues from social media or a podcast, you, you know, be just be really careful. I know people know that, but it's hard. We have to remind ourselves of that because I get the same stuff, right? Mm. Like I in my don't think for one second I don't see those things and I think, oh, that's interesting. Because I, for example, like I, I'm all about like probiotics and like pre- sure. learning about prebiotics and like how to like, but I'm like, I'm really, I love to read about it and I'll think about it and I'll look at some stuff, but 
I'm not going to go overboard and I'm not going to go off the deep end. And I know that even if I don't do all the healthy things that I should be doing, that I'm going to still be healthy and okay. Yeah. And I just feel like so many of us just sit around on any given day, like shooting all over ourselves. I said should, that's S H O U L D. Mm-hmm. All over ourselves. Like, I should be doing this. I should be doing that. I should I'm be not eating be doing in the morning. This. And the I last should... thing you see as no. you're scrolling through your Instagram at night is like all the crap that you're not doing for yourself. And then you feel like crap. And so I just feel like, can we, I don't know. Yeah. It's just irresponsible. I think when you're in the position that they're in to be talking about um, like restricting calories because they have influence over people and it's just that might work for you, but you, you should don't... never be starving yourself. No, that's right. Like if you wake up hungry, it's because your body isn't getting enough to eat. Yeah. So eat. You can eat a lot of food and be healthy. Yes. Again, don't take my word for it, but I've just learned that in my own life. But at the end of the day, you shouldn't be listening to me or anybody. Mm -hmm. If you've got questions, you should be talking to your doctor. Yes. Or you should be talking to a certified. Like there are people who've got philosophies and approaches and unique ways of doing things. And all of those things are great to explore if you can afford it and have the time. But if it's just going to make you feel bad about yourself, mm. if it's just going to make you feel like miserable you're miserable all day because you're starving yourself. Yeah. And you're just like, well, I got to wait till noon to drink my bone go, broth. I can't go out to lunch with you guys tomorrow because I'm on this thing. Well, okay. Is that really how you want to live your life? Mm. Not doing this stuff? Yeah. And look, I've been there. I've done it. I'm sure you've done it too. Mm, yeah, a whole bunch of stupid stuff like lemonade diet. That Ugh. is cayenne pepper and lemonade. And let me tell you, that's what you drink for days. It's the Beyonce diet. And did she drop weight for her concert? Yes, because she was going to the bathroom a lot. I was going to say, like every song break was a costume exactly. change. Exactly. Yeah, so she and could also run to the bathroom. P.S. Starving. Yeah. Starving. Yeah. So and you don't don't starve yourself. Fix, no, please. That's just what we want to say. And Gwyneth, come on. Like, you know, you're a very smart person. Why are you promoting this? And, and she'll do that how thing. How does she have energy to do these workouts? Well, that's an you and I were Tracy talking about Anderson this. Workout? You and I literally, just truth be told, my talkers, we were for talking like about this hour. for like an hour today because it's just absurd to think that anybody could live off of bone broth and vegetables and then do an hour's worth of intense exercise. Yeah. I work I mean, out. I would a be lot. so dizzy and, and I'd have I, to sit down and yeah, that's not good. At least once a month I get lightheaded because I forget to like, you know, I shouldn't say I get lit let me explain. Like, you know, if I don't eat enough, my workouts are not as successful. Right. And I, I can totally feel that. I can't imagine how anybody could do an intense workout like just drinking. Have cups broth. of coffee bone broth and then like before she has dinner she has an hour-long workout yeah and it's again it's not to say you can't eat healthy that you can't be a vegetarian you can't be vegan or you can't do keto or whatever it is go do you just you can do intermittent fasting i've uh dabbled with it my partner has dabbled with it for me it's really just like my first big meal of the day is lunch but i will have you know like i have coffee in the morning but i eat a huge you've seen the amount of food i eat yeah i eat a huge ass lunch and then I snack throughout the day, and then I have a huge-ass dinner. So I am getting plenty of calories in my body. Mm-hmm. I will never starve myself uh, for nothing. So I'm, I'm saying you could do fasting, but I think people have that mindset that you referenced, which is like... It's the super you have three hours, go! Yeah, and all of this, like, for your age, you should be fasting for 21 hours. Like, 
I'm like, are you kidding me? I can't believe that these people are allowed to advertise on Instagram. Yeah. But, you know, it's Instagram. They'll probably take any money, won't they? Dawn, this has been a great conversation. Thank you. Where can we find the sinkhole conversation again? Um, Is that in the podcast yet? I don't know. You're the one that edits it. I I don't think so. We just had a great conversation in the last segment. (laughs) If you missed it, uh, tune up, up, turn up after the show, download it. Because trust me, it was a good hearty laugh. (laughs) And we could all use more of those. When we come back, Dawn, Kim Zolciak is out and about not wearing a ring. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. What is that also actually picked up her kid from a practice, too. What?! She is doing stuff despite the fact that her marriage is crumbling around her. We'll talk about it when we return right here on My, my Talk 1071. Hey, My Talkers. Bradley here for my friends at Dakota Dental. You know, dental emergencies are annoying, sure, but they can also be scary and not to mention painful. I've had fillings fall out, I've had crowns crack, and I have definitely had one toothache too many. So the next time something pops out of, your mouth. I want you to do what I do, and that's just call the professionals at Dakota Dental. They really make it easy. They even have an after-hours number, so if something happens, just know you can get a hold of someone, and they'll work to get you in as soon as possible. I've seen it firsthand in my own life. There's no need for you to walk around in pain with a cracked tooth or an exposed nerve. Let my friends at Dakota Dental fix the problem so you can get about your life. Head to dakotadental.com today, and hey, if you haven't made your regular checkup and exam yet go ahead and do that not only because it could prevent some dental emergencies but it's also just a good idea dakotadental.com tell them bradley sent you adventures of bradley and dawn on my talk 1071 everything kim and croy mm. which sounds like a type of a like crawdad or crayfish or something like that. Croy. That's what I always think of. We're talking about Croy beer. I bet she called him Croy Daddy. Croy Daddy. Ew. Kim Zolciak, formerly from Real Housewives of Atlanta. She uh, wears wigs all the time. <laughs> I love that you're like obsessed with her wigs. That, well, that's what she's known for. And Nene Leakes called her wig on the yeah. show. So she I know, made but a it's like your favorite it. thing. It is my favorite thing because I was just staring at the wig she's wearing in this picture on a TMZ article that's really, really stupid. Do you want to hear this one? Of course. Okay. They don't have anything, any new updates today. So yeah. this is their article to oh, keep great. the story going. Kim Zolciak, still in mommy mode. As Croy divorce rages on. Rages. And yet we know very little. No, it says um, she isn't letting her ongoing divorce war with Croy stop her from taking care of the couple's four kiddos. I hate that word. I'm going to say kiddo. Why do you hate kiddo? I don't like kiddo, doggo. I don't know. Um, Okay, great. Duly noted. (laughs) Mike put that on the list. Yeah. Banned words. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Despite the fact that her husband is gunning to take the kids. Check out these pics obtained by TMZ. I also love that they got her. She's just I don't know. Okay. She's in her SUV. Yeah. It says showing Zolciak driving her Range Rover Wednesday to pick up her son, son Kane from school. Our sources say this is a regular occurrence, but something. Excuse me. It's a, she just, this is not a It's story. a regular occurrence for her to pick up her kids from school. And it's something <gasps> Kim wants to continue to do in order to keep the kids comfortable and calm. Oh, my God. You took some paparazzi shots of her in the car line 
that's all this is. Yeah, and this just makes me feel bad for her and the kids, the kids. and the school and everybody who's related who's like, God, there's some dude in the bushes. Like, you know, we yeah, often will criticize arrested. celebrities for, you know, g- like ginning up attention. I don't think that's the case with this story. I think while they certainly want attention, like it's literally some guy in a bush taking pictures of a car, a kid getting in a car. And they should be arrested. You can't linger and loiter and take photos of kids outside well, of schools. Apparently you can't. Well, I don't think they should be able to. I know. Schools should be off limits. I mean, I agree. I, I just think the paparazzi have gone too far to just so, get a picture of basically her. Basically, what you're saying is we don't know anything. There's nothing new. There is nothing new. Because and somebody call TMZ and say, don't take pictures of kids outside of schools. Or you're telling us to do that? I think I'm going to write them a letter okay. right now. Okay. Contact us. I'm d- going to do it. All right. Just now, what non-story do you have? About Kim I know Zolciak? my non-story was literally that Kim Zolciak, and now I'm going to go over to Instagram and see if anything has changed. But the story was about Kim. We should just say for the audience who doesn't know what the heck we're talking about, Kim Zolciak, Croy Bierman, who've been together and not not really thought to ever be the couple that was going to have an acrimonious divorce mm-hmm. or parting of ways. We knew that there was financial problems mm. and that their house had been foreclosed, but nobody saw this coming. So it was big news that they were getting divorced. And then we found out that both of them are filing for sole custody of their children with the other getting visitation. So, like, that tells us that there's drama, and yet we had no idea what the drama was. So in trying to figure out the drama, everybody's, like, doing the thing, and there was a story that uh, somebody had gone over to her Instagram and she posted, because she hasn't really been posting anything. Last Um, time she posted, yesterday, I looked up the last time she had Croy in a picture, which was May of last year. Yeah, and the last post she had that's not tagged, meaning like the last sort of chronological post on her Instagram is January 9th. Oh. But she has a story and I know you're not one to sit in the stories very long, Dawn. No, oh, yeah, if you, the stories. If you do go in the stories, she reposted, I think it's her kid. Mm. Is it Brielle? I think it might be Elizabeth Arthur. Is that Brielle? No. It's Elizabeth. I don't know who Elizabeth Arthur is, but that's the Instagram account. And I think this is one of her kids playing Fortnite. And so she's like, uh, with the thing, it says 44 isn't too old to learn how to play Fortnite. And it shows video of Kim and everybody's like, she's not wearing her ring. So that was the other headline. I see this right now. To which I thought to myself, well, yeah, two things. One, she's getting divorced. So not surprised. And number two, people, this whole wedding ring thing is just such a red herring because half the time people take their wet. So I've heard Mm. married people like to take their wedding rings off. Big deal. So this is another non-story to add to the chorus of non-stories we've had. And I need somebody to do a little bit better in the way of digging uh, for dirt. And that does not include standing outside children's schools right? to see her picking up her kids. That has nothing to do with yeah, why and they're getting even divorced. Like it, they're, they're even like the sign of the school is out there, which I feel like is also dangerous. 
You know, I mean, if you're somebody who's a weird yeah. stalker, I guess it we literally should. says like blah, blah, blah school. I guess we should also entertain the idea that she is telling the media what she's doing. I don't think that's the case with this one, because if you look at the photos, it's not like the, you know, like paparazzi stroll things. No, like she you can bear. You can't even tell that it's her in the car. But and then they have a big arrow pointing and it says Kane, her son with a backpack, just getting in the car. That I don't like because they're literally identifying the child. Yeah. And they are on. They've been out in a like they definitely put their kids they're on social media. They're yes. public figures. But, but that, still, it's a child. That doesn't mean I would feel comfortable posting someone else's children to social media. Absolutely not. And also, like, what kind of psychological damage these kids are already going to go through the divorce of their parents and then the feeling that they're always being watched that's like forever okay that's going to oof it's just wrong but you know until they have any news at all they're going to be putting up this stuff um so basically just tell us what's really going on yeah (laughs) it's really just all about us and we'll have to be patient to wait but please Please, TMZ. Yeah, we can be it. petty without being inappropriate. That's true. That's that should be our tagline. Can we get that on a State Fair T-shirt? Petty, but not inappropriate. Although we do get inappropriate. I would refer you to a previous segment this hour, <laughs> except for sinkholes. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Oh, we have to rethink. We're really going to have to work on the State now, Fair shirt this year. We really need to think about like the the big news to me was the blind item that we had about Kim being back on the show. Like that she might get an opportunity, which if you to think- be back on Atlanta, is that still going? Oh, yeah. God, I am never so out of that world. Mike, did you ever get in that world? Never. Yeah. And Dawn, you're currently not in that I'm world. I'm not in the, uh, but I would, um, but I've also, if when Beverly Hills comes back, I'll be watching that. Yeah. Because that is juicy, juicy. I mean, Kathy Hilton on that show. Wow. That was oh. It was just all kinds of drama. Do you, were you going to say something, Mike? I didn't want to nope. interrupt you. Nope. Or talk over you. Um, we do have like a minute and a half. Can I Can I just talk about the Tori Spelling thing quick? Yeah. So she posted, did you see this story, Mike? I did not. She posted this thing about how her pa- her family apparently is struggling with like mold in their house, which I, I know I've heard like mold can be a thing and oh, you should definitely. be careful and get it checked and all that stuff. But it's like this weird thing where she like lays it all out about like what happened and it makes it sound like and you guys can go read it on her Instagram. But it's all like her saying, yep, I guess I should have listened to them when they told us that our house was not livable. And I was like, well, why are you? Who are they? Like, like somebody told her about the mold. Mm. The impression I got when I read her post was that, like, they knew about the mold, but they didn't think it was a big thing. But now they've all been in the hospital. I guess they've just, like, been chronically ill for months, the whole family. And Mm -hmm. she was just writing it off as, like, you know, kids get sick at this age. Oh, yeah. But then she's like, well, I guess when they tell you your house is, you know, unlivable, you should believe them. And I was like, um, yeah. yeah. And her mom, like, wrote a note, like, I hope, you know, wish you guys all the best. I hope you're okay. Do you? And I'm like, can't. (laughs) They come stay with you. Oh no, there's a because she talks about like needing a place to live now. Oh yeah, she was like tagging Airbnb. Uh oh, like your mom. <sighs> yeah, that's a whole thing. We got more. We're gonna talk burgers when we come back.